Welcome everybody. I'm Mark Samus, the founder and CEO of Solveris. Solveris means solutions in Latin, and that's what we're about. And after we have the, the, the blessing of the speaker that we have tonight, I'm going to talk a little bit about the solutions and just touch briefly on the opportunity, because most of the time on Thursday night goes to our, I would say, I would even call him our spiritual leader, or definitely our mental leader, but uh, he's authored four, at least four books, several publications. Uh, his TED Talk is on our website. He tells it, he, he weaves his personal stories right from the heart into a knowledge, but we're in for a real treat. So with that, I would like to introduce uh, Dusty Stop. Thanks, Mark. You know, this is actually part three. So if you're just coming in, you missed part one and part two. So I'll just do a quick recap for everybody. Part one is, and this is based on the book I wrote with a colleague of mine and a friend, been a friend for 50 years, Wayne Gerber. And uh, it's called Dynamic Focus, Creating Significance and Breaking the Spells of Limitation. And what it is based on is, as from a psychological point of view and from a scientist's point of view, it's, that's my friend Wayne, we were looking at why is change so difficult? Why do people struggle uh, with change? And why, being the richest nation in the world, do we have a multi-billion dollar depression industry, multi-billion dollar anti-anxiety medication? We have some of the unhealthiest, most unhappy people in the world here in this country. And a lot of it has to do with the way we think. So we were looking at something and we called it cognitive traps. And cognitive psychology, We'll talk about ways of thinking and perceiving that limit our capacity to see and respond to the world in a more productive way. We call those spells. And a spell is any way of thinking that limits me, that causes unhappiness or a lack of joy in my life. So spell-based behavior is what we talked about in the first session. So spell-based behavior can be somebody who consistently, it goes, I had one man I worked with, executive, been married 10 times. Now that's spell-based, right? He's an eternal optimist because he kept thinking, but it was he was looking for the right one as opposed to looking at himself and saying, what do I need to change in me? Um, so spell-based behavior can be anything that limits our capacity to experience greater joy or be more successful. It has to do with negative belief systems we have or embedded scripts, scripts people live. I talked about that in Claude Steiner. That was number one. Session number two we were talking about the master spell and the master spell in our society is doing overdoing. We talked about the three levels of being the lowest level of being is human having. I'm okay. Cause of what I have a human doing. I'm okay. Cause what I do and the highest level is human being. I'm okay. Cause I am. And if I be really at peace with myself and I be good with myself, I can do whatever I do, get better at it. I can have whatever I have. And if what I have is taken away, I'm still okay. What I do is taken away. I'm still okay. So the most powerful place to come from is that human beingness. Then you can do what you do better and you can have what you have and enjoy it. I have the privilege of working with some very rich and very well off people, people worth multiple billions of dollars. And uh, I guess the lowest executive I work with is only worth $10 million. And these executives, most of them, have made all kinds of money. They have private jets. They have chauffeurs. They have two or three or four homes. They're on their second or third or fourth marriage. Uh, and they're not happy. 
oh, they've got all the toys. They're very satisfied, but they're not happy. And so what I work with them on is how do you become a human being versus a human doing, because they're great at doing, or a human having? Because um, everything's at risk. If it's based on what I have, it's based on what I do, that can be taken away. But when do I get taken away is really kind of the question. So that was really part two. Part three, which is today, builds on all of that and comes right out of our book. Uh, and it is the question is, what doesn't change and change? When you look at change and all the things going on, what doesn't change and change? That's a question, anybody. What doesn't change and change? Oh, goodness. Just put us on the spot there, Dusty. Um... How it's spelled? <laughs> okay. I'm going to pipe in, but it's time. It's basically the the understanding of time and, okay. and understanding. Okay, understanding. And with all that getting, get the understanding, right? Uh, so what doesn't change and change is knowing who you really are, what really matters, the beingness. And so we call it purpose. So the first work I do when I'm coaching anybody, the first work we do in our company when we go into an organization is, what is the fundamental purpose of this business? The answer I most often get is making money. I say, okay, you're in trouble. Making money is how you keep score and you have to do that to stay in business. But if you think that's your purpose, every business that only chases the almighty dollar ends up sub-optimizing, being acquired by others for pennies on the dollar or goes out of business. What's the fundamental social need you meet, right? Think about the soul of Silveris. What is the fundamental need that it meets in society? And if you focus on that purpose and you don't lose sight of it and you hold to your values, that doesn't change. Everything else can change. You can acquire new businesses. You can move in different ways. You can change your operating systems. You can change how you go about doing what you're doing. That change is going to happen. However, what doesn't change is your core orientation, knowing who you are, what matters most, and what you hold to no matter what else comes at you. I'm great at dealing with all kinds of changes and being caught by surprise. I was meeting with the president and his team on Sunday night doing a, a dinner working session before we did the team session. And halfway through the dinner, he starts yelling at his team. Okay, I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting a nice, quiet dinner to get them prepped for a really good mood on, on Monday. So I had to deal with that. But I knew who I was. And I said, okay, this is, not, this is an opportunity. So I started reframing things. And within 30 minutes, we were back on track. And I got to talk to the president about it. And the next day, we had a great session, got a lot done. But it stays knowing who you are, you can deal with whatever hits you, whatever comes at you, because you've got the balance. It's like a ship facing into a big wave. You don't want to be sideways to it. You want to have enough ballast that you're not going to let the waves turn you over. And you want to be bow on into those waves of change. So purpose doesn't change. So the fundamental thing for me is your guiding purpose and your four core values. When we work with people, we say, if you know that, now you're going to be able to deal with all of the shifts in the way you think, the way you work, and the way your customers are changing, because the world is going to change even more. As much change as you've seen in the past two years, hold on to your hats. It's nothing compared to what's coming in the next 18 months. And what's coming after that is even bigger. There's tsunamis of change coming. And so you need a solution-based place. You need a place where you know who you are. You know you've got a family. You've got a group of people who have your backs and support you.
and you know that you're all aligned in that guiding purpose on those values. That allows you then to deal with all of the ways of change. So that's the first step. There's, there's five. The first step is knowing that purpose and those values. When I ask a lot of executives who, who make lots of money why they're on this earth, they can't tell me. It's like a deer in headlight. Why are you on this earth? I asked one executive who has nine companies. Uh, he's created nine companies. He said, uh, you know, uh, and he talked for 20 minutes. I said, you don't know why you're here, do you? He said, well, I, I sort of do. I said, if I ask you about this business, what's it about? You could tell me. What about this? But you could tell me. What are you about? He couldn't tell me. So we did some work over six months and he defined his purpose and his guiding values. And it led him to his second wife. And he asked me to officiate at that wedding, which was really a, a gift. And so I, I officiated at the wedding and he said to his family members, he said, you know, until I did this work, I didn't know who I really was. And I didn't know how to be joyful. I know how to make money. I know how to create businesses. I didn't know how to really enjoy my life. And I would not be with this woman and she wouldn't be choosing to marry me if I hadn't done this work. So knowing that core orientation, here's a question for you. Can you state in one short sentence why you're on this earth? Can you state your guiding four values? It'd be nice if you could do that next time we meet, next Thursday, if you know what those are and send those in. And a way to look at it is think about the five times in your life you felt most alive. Five times you felt most alive. What were the memories? Then look at the theme that connects three or more of those memories. For me, it was when I looked at creating my purpose, which I created when I was 32, after I would had my experience that I shared in the TED Talk, I was thinking it was every time I found the courage to stand up to a bully, a bully who was bullying my little sister, a bully for my little brother. When I stood up to my father, he knocked me up against the wall. I mean, I got hurt sometimes, but I always felt stronger and better inside because I'd found the courage to do what I knew was right rather than just stand by and watch it happen. And so that was the key. It's finding my heart. It's coming from my heart was the key. What are those five memories? Think about who most inspires you. Who are one or two of the figures you know in life or that you've read about that most inspires you? And what are the qualities about them that inspire you? Because that's a clue to who you really are at heart. You look at those five memories and the themes, you look at who most inspires you, write it out, and then say, all right, if I had to state in one short sentence why I'm on this earth, what would I want to say based on all this? And the test of it is this. If, if Alan is at his own funeral, and Alan, don't do this right now. This is just imagination only. Alan's at his own funeral, and he's sitting there in spirit. Nobody can see him. And one person closest to him, it might be one of his children, who's now 70 years old, is getting up and said, dad was all about X. And he can only say one short sentence. What would Alan most want to hear him say? Well, my purpose statement is I want to come from my deepest heart and invite everyone I meet to come from theirs so that together we can be our authentic best version of ourselves. If at my funeral, one of my three children was delivering my eulogy and they say, dad was always working to come from his heart and inviting others to come from theirs and always striving to help himself and others be their best version of themselves. That would do it. And even they said, dad was always striving to come from his heart, invite others to come from theirs. That would do it. 
that's why I'm here. That's why I do what I do. It's why the coaching I do and the, I get paid really well for the work I do. And I love it. They don't understand. I would still do it. It's like, I don't get paid to, to share this with you, you guys. It's just part of my passion and hoping that it's helpful to some of you and that you take it and, and really run with it. So that's my, my purpose. And my guiding four values that really help me with that is first authenticity. The version you get is a version everybody gets. I'm not any different. I don't put on any mask. There's no pretense. I, I, I show up and talk to this, uh, a multi-billionaire, like I would talk to somebody on the corner who's asking for a handout. It's the same. Authenticity. I don't have to worry about what I put on. I'm just, I'm who I am. The second for me is courage. Because where your courage stops is where your leadership stops. Where your courage stops is where your effectiveness stops. And where your courage stops is where you stop. So courage I always have to be willing to face into those fears. And there's always new fears and new things to work through. The third value for me is compassion because everybody you meet, as the Buddha said, has suffered and will suffer. And so compassion and, of course, Christ on the cross saying, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. So those are two models for me of can I be that compassionate when people do me wrong? Show compassion rather than judgment. And the fourth value is grace. Because I'm not always coming from my deepest heart. I'm not always inviting. Sometimes I can be a little testy. uh, My wife could attest to that. I'm not always as kind as I want to be. I'm not always inviting people to come from their heart. I always get to correct, remember, and say, wait a minute. This is not who I am. It's not who I wish to be. So I get to go back on the horse, back on purpose, back on my values, and correct. So grace. We're going to make lots of mistakes in our life we get to correct. So if you know your purpose and you know those four values, you're going to be ready to deal with anything that comes at you because you're coming from a human beingness, which enables you then to do what you do with greater power. And it allows you to have what you have and enjoy it without becoming so attached to it. Because remember, uh, I shared this in, the, in my TEDx talk, there comes a point where you're going to have to let go of everything. You're going to have to let go of this body. The price of life is death. So what do we have while we have it? Do we enjoy it? Can we let it go? And can we really know that we've really done our soul's work and been at that soul level? So the foundation of dealing with change, and we teach this to businesses and corporations and teams and so forth, is first of all, who are you? What do you stand for? And what are your core values? Now, how are you sharing that every day and living it every day in what you do? Now, the other four steps will be how you deal with all the change once you know you've got that rudder, you've got that ballast. In a way, it's like a gyroscope. You keep it spinning by thinking about it every day, and you get knocked off plumb, you come back to center. You get knocked off course, you come back to course. You want to keep that gyroscope spinning by thinking about the purpose every day, thinking of the values. So that's the foundational piece, and that's the key first step in what we call the dynamic development cycle. So um, next week, we'll talk about perception and expanding perception. And we'll talk about critical human system factors the next week, et cetera. So those are the building blocks once you have the foundation of purpose and values. So that's the shortest way I can talk about that. So anybody have their purpose and their four values they'd be willing to share? We'll just maybe do one or two. If anybody's ready to do that. Yeah, I, I'll do mine. Um, 
I have this real short, easy one. Um, my, and I'm going to expand on it now, and I think we can all. I'm, I took notes on this. I'm going I'm to raise my uh, true purpose here. But this may sound kind of corny, but my purpose, believe it or not, is, is, is to be of service to my wife. What can I do today to make my wife happy? And um, it's, I know it's simple, but a derivative derivatives from that could be all the things that I need to do. And right. so uh, that's that's been really easy for me. So that's but boy, I'm telling you what I think all the stuff that you I, I'm going to put this in an email to everybody and have them go through this process. So hopefully next by by next week they they will know who they are, uh, really what they stand for, and everything you talked about. I just that was that was incredible. Well, thank you. Anybody else? Uh, I'll just. Unmuted. I'm, 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 uh, this is Frank. So um, <clears throat> I just want to say that Dusty's words and, and and it's not so much leadership, it's just understanding of many things is help, super helpful to where we are right now with Solveris and everything else that Mark's trying to, you know, you know, has, has pulled together. And, and I think that... Um, <clears throat> That Dusty has this super deep understanding of so many things that we're trying to accomplish, you know, in, in, in a different dimension a little bit, but with um, with purpose. And for some reason, that's resonated with me in a in a in a good way. In that, I I, I watched his video on YouTube, and it was eleven minutes long, and then I had to watch it again. Because I wasn't sure about what I heard, and then, and then again, and, and I'm not going to say how many times I watched it because I did this before the meeting. But yeah, it, Dusty is spot on. Mark has always been kind of like focused on on what he's trying to accomplish, and what we're all actually wanting to accomplish, and I think we're gonna we're, we're accomplishing it along the way. So that's the marvelous thing with with people like Cami and Steve, and you know, and everybody else everybody 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 that's involved with this is is so solidly good that i'm just happy to be involved with it thanks frank thanks well, those that's are frank. nice words frank thank you for everybody you know actually i'm actually going to change some of my presentation and my training to incorporate to incorporate what you're talking about here because i think what we're if to, to second what frank is talking about what we're trying to do with silveris um, yes everybody needs to make a living and provide and so forth and and, but that's not the focus. Uh, a, a bumblebee doesn't go to a flower to try to make honey or, or spread pollen around or whatever. It's just what they do. And so what we do, a byproduct is going to be helping nonprofits. We, we, we keep our eye on the ball. We focus on what we want to get done as a group. And the byproduct is so big. Uh, nonprofits, maybe helping a, mom, a single mom be able to keep her house through a little bit of extra income or whatever small or however big it is, um, uh, this is where we're headed. And, and, and I'm going to say one more thing and then I'm going to, you know, close out. But I, I agree with, with Mark and with Dusty and, of course, everybody um, probably on the line. But um, Ali once said that, you know, a bee can make a bull move. Okay. A bee can make a bull move. It doesn't matter how small you are, whatever, but, it, you know, it's, it's a matter of what effect you can have on... Frank, there's, here's a line from from um, 
um, oh, the Lord of the Rings, even the smallest of hands can change the course of the world. Amen to that. It's probably yeah. biblical. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's like, you know, the first shall be last and the, yeah. and the last shall be yeah. first. Exactly. And you know, I, I get all that. And that's, that's kind of the vibe that I'm getting from all of this. So, yeah. Well, Amen you know, all that. A, a Ted, a Ted X talk, I mean, a Ted talk you might like to see, uh, which ties into this is by Simon Sinek and it's called the golden circle. And Sinek talks about, he says, great companies focus on why they exist. The average company focuses on what they do and how they do it. Great companies always talk about their why, and yeah. then what, and then the how. But well, the and, why and, informs everything. And and it's it is it's it is spiritual and it is kind of emotional and it is kind of like like a wave hitting a beach. Okay, but this wave is hitting the beach at the right time with the right amount, you know, energy, and it's going to be another wave, and you know, and 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 it just hanging on to that energy, you know, that huge energy that comes from wherever. But uh, I think, you know, you're, you're spot on and I appreciate the, the, the chat. I'm not sure we're even still on it. But. Oh, you know, I want to share something that Jesse told me before this call. And that was that uh, he's actually doing a training for this company, several executives, and uh, he broke out of that. They wanted him to stay and they were going to buy him dinner. But he left that to come back home to be with us because he didn't want to miss this presentation. Then he's going back afterwards. That's the kind of commitment. You got to love Dusty. Okay. I, I'm out. Bye. Okay. All right. Um, we're going to touch more on this. I think if, if anybody's going to raise your hand, I'm going to move on and take five minutes to talk about a few other things. Oh, Dusty, thank you. Okay. All right, I'm going to screen share for this. And Dusty, Dusty, you're welcome to drop off. It's not necessary for you to stay. Thank you very much. Whatever you want to do. Okay, thank you, Dusty. Long team. All right, bye-bye. <clears throat> this is uh, one, thing, one thing I want to go through. You know, when you look at an organization, you look at not this pop-up that I'm trying to get rid of, but you look at uh, the company, the people that run it, uh, the industry. Do you believe in the industry? Well, everybody knows that network marketing works. It's just giving it enough time. I mean, you know, you plant bamboo and it doesn't do anything for the first couple of years, then it grows eight feet. A lot of, a lot of things that problem here is that people plant seeds and they don't, they don't give it enough time. So I'm going to touch uh, because I, we, I've talked about the company so many times and everybody knows it's an incredibly solid company with the best software to run it. There's, this, there's not going to be an implosion because we grew too fast. The people involved, we all know about the 10 officers that are investors and owners in the company that are all CEOs in their own right. The services, the services that we have are either at the best price you can get them. They're either unique and nobody else has ever done them before or we have exclusive rights on them. Usually I go through and just say a little bit about each one, but uh, most of us know that, and you can read about them and watch the videos on the website. But again, all of our products, it's less expensive than where you could get a similar service anywhere else. We've negotiated incredible deals with our partners. A lot of our products, nobody's ever done it before. It's a, a unique concept and a proven concept, by the way. And then lastly, we have exclusive rights on others. So we're absolutely blessed. You could build a business with any one of these. 
All right, now I'm gonna go take a look at the leaderboard. This is gonna be kind of fun. So this is November, it's just starting out right now. <clears throat> and this is based on a point system to get to the leaderboard and you earn, it, earn bonuses on bonuses of which I'm gonna show you. Now, uh, and then I'm gonna share the leaders uh, who won the last uh, in October who earned the most. Um, so anyway, the point system, you receive one point for attending an event just like this one. How painful is that? <laughs> Hearing Dusty's too good. Three points to bring a guest, my goodness. Talk about purpose in life. I wish I'd have had more guests on this call. I would, there are people I know that needed to hear what was said today. So you get three points for bringing a guest. Five points for selling the access package. Now, the uh, Solaris access package, when you sponsor somebody, they buy it. They become an IBO. So you don't get paid for sponsoring people. They, they buy the business package. Five points. Let's go down and look at here. Hopefully you can see my cursor. So now in the month of November, you sponsor one member. You earn $50. There's no bonus, so you got $50 total. The second member, you earn the $50 plus another $50. Bo, raise your hand if you can see my cursor. Can you see my cursor going along? Just raise your hand. Okay, good. All right, so then you'll earn $100 for that. Third member, you earn $50, just like in the compensation plan, but we, we keep, we're going to keep going up on the extra bonus. The fourth member, you earn your $50, $150 bonus. So if you look at the total, you sponsor only four people, you earn the $200, we're throwing in $300, so you'll make $500. Anybody can go out and walk people through a little process and sponsor four people. $500 for some people, that's a good car payment. Let's go over to the right, look at this. The person that's at the top is now, and over at the left, everybody, no matter if you're on the top five or not, you, these commissions are available to you. And a lot of people earn these this month. But let's talk about the top five positions real quick. The first position, 100% bonus match on top of the bonus we just paid you. Watch this. So for getting your four people, you get your $200. As you can see from the left, we paid you a $300 bonus. So you're at 500. Now we're going to match your bonus that we just paid you of 300. So that's $800. And um, on top of what else you make from the compensation plan. And I'm proud to announce that um, on the first and second position, uh, these two gals are incredible. The first position was Cami Baker. And uh, the second position was uh, Marissa Hughes. And I'll tell you what, there was only two points dividing them. Uh, Cami had 33 points and Marissa had um, 31. So it was extremely close. And, uh, but people see, that's why the company doesn't take very much of the money. Uh, we want to just pay it out. And, and we're doing it and people are earning really nice money and it's really, really fun. And I'm gonna have Cammy talk about it in just a minute once I finish, finish the, my screen share and we'll go back, <clears throat> we'll go back in just a moment. So, <clears throat> I'm gonna go through just a couple of slides and we'll go back and have Cammy share and then we'll, people go welcome to stay and visit, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll call it. Um, so, one thing I want people to know is if they're involved here, uh, there's no selling or convincing. We have a system. You take people through a system. There's no pressure. Uh, sometimes the phone gets weighs 100 pounds. I mean, it's hard to call people because everybody has a little fear of rejection. Take that off the table because all we're going to ask you, ask people for their help. Please go through a little process and tell me if you can think of somebody you know that might benefit. Silveris provides. Now, this is value. If everybody could mute, uh, I'd appreciate it. 
passing the husband drove the heavily wooded trail seven miles away in Lacey, Washington. Hold on a minute. I'm going to go see who's not muted here. Digging a shallow breeding, burying her alive. Anybody see? You can mute her out. I'm looking for it. buried alive. Oh, that's too bad. That's unlike Jane. Okay. Well, I'm going to finish this. It's important. So I'm going to go back here. This, I'm going to change some of these after you listen to Dusty tonight. There's a lot of other things, or I might make another slide of what, what Solaris provides a vehicle for people to reach these really important things in life. And um, I'm going to add to them. And we have a path. We have uh, several ranks where you can go up, and, and it's really cool because uh, you're in this, you do this business for yourself and not by yourself. Everybody's accessible. I did so many three-way calls today in Zooms, just helping people uh, in the field, and and I'm going to do that. I try to do that as, as often as I can, no matter how many people we have. As you know, we're growing really well right now, but we have maybe 22, 2300 people. But it's like <clears throat> we're going to have tens of thousands of people here really, really soon, and. Uh, and so I, I'm really happy for the people that know about this now, even the people that get involved in the next six months or year. Um, imagine where they're going to be when, when we're a household name. Well, so let's go with the regional IBO. All you have to do is have nine people and help three of those become district IBOs. And uh, it can be very exciting what happens. Like by December 31st, on top of those extra bonus and uh, matching bonuses, on top of bonuses that we're doing in the leaderboard, um, we're setting up a create a challenge. Everybody loves a little challenge, but let's do it with teamwork. By the end of the year, if you reach that uh, regional level, it's 2,000 uh, extra dollars. And you are going to have recognition and you are going to get respect. And, and we'll probably have our big first event uh, in April or May in Las Vegas. And you, you will be going there for free. There's a lot of things that we're going to be shelling out. To, we'll probably have 20,000 people at that first meeting. And I've got some uh, people lined up for to be guest speakers. Well, that's will be our most important one. So here's how the end of the October went. And so everybody's earning money and everybody's enjoying what they do. And, um, and like I mentioned, Cammie and Marissa were really separated by two points. Good job, you guys. We are, uh, I, I feel like our company's kind of in pre-launch right now because even though we've been at it for a little while, because the way we're fine tuning a few things, it's a couple additional solutions that are coming on and we're releasing this matrix with the new website. Um, so right now we get paid on a unit level, go wide. Here is go deep for security. And the, the funny thing is here, you're not alone in spillage. And what that means is if, uh, let's say you're Bill, and you sponsor Mary, but you didn't sponsor Jim, somebody above you did, because you can only have three in your front line. We are going to fill up dozens of matrices. And when these fill up, that is hundreds of thousands of dollars in residual income. And we're part of a team that's doing it together. We just brought on, you may have heard uh, Keith the other day, last Tuesday, we had 51 people on the call. Uh, Cammy brought him into the organization. He's providing us a solution that is going to help so many uh, homeless and underprivileged youth. It is just powerful what he's doing. I won't go into the details right now. But he's also bringing something of value to people to, to build their portfolio, their real estate portfolio, without using their own money. He's got about $100 million that he's using to help people get to where he doesn't need to make any more money. You've heard his story. He's extremely successful. And what he wants to do is make a difference. And that's why he's partnering with Silveras. Don't wait till Silveras is a household name. Don't look back in a few years saying, I knew about Silveras in, in 22, but I didn't do anything about it. 
There are people that you know in your circle of influence that are going to hear about it and build something with our company to help people. They might as well be working with you. All right. With that, Tammy, if you're available, please unmute. You're unmuted. Congratulations. Uh, I, I predict that your your bonus for things like this will be not $800, but $8,000 the first quarter of next week. Uh, next year, next year, first quarter of next year. Tammy, please say hello and just share for a moment. Well, thank you, Mark, for giving me a, a second to talk about this. I, I was thinking about what I would say, and you don't even know this, Mark, but right about the same time that we met you, uh, another network marketing company was sniffing around the door and offering a full leg of business already built and wanting to pay me to come over and and be a part of their team. And I swore I would never do network marketing again. Um, but the reason why I have embraced Solveris is because that one word that was on that slide you just showed you guys showed me respect with our solution. You wanted to bring charitable gifting of real estate to the world with us. Your heart-centered Christian family people who I believe are walking your walk and actually do what you say you're going to do. And it was the integrity here that had us uh, decide to go in this direction and not the other. So I just want you to know it's it's the officers, the leadership, and the integrity that brought us over and the respect for the solution that we believe to be a major solution for millions of people in this country. So thank you. My goodness, I want to touch my heart like Dusty does when you talk like that. Thank you. Yeah, we're blessed. Um, Bo, did you want to say something? Yeah, I, I want to congratulate you. You mentioned how many points Cammy got last month. Guess what? As of today, she has 32 points. <laughs> yeah and just, she's been, in just two or three days yeah so, so it's, um, it's gonna be competitive that's pretty fun thank I, you Bo I mean um, we had a ton of recruits come in after Tuesday's meeting it was awesome yeah really that's fun it. and it's only going to get better and um if anybody for the information that I showed if anybody has any questions or they'd like to say anything um, um oh there we go our favorite Carol's Sue and Belize hey how was the storm well, you know, it was bad up north, but it just, it, it didn't really affect us. We had a little rain. Everybody uh, ham hampered down for the storm. All the businesses closed for two days. I just went into town. The whole damn thing's closed down. And I'm going, but it's sunny. It's 84. Why is everybody closed down? <laughs> well, we thought there was going to be a hurricane, so we closed down. You know, it, so, but it, 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 the water was smooth like glass. We didn't have wind. Wow. I mean, it was, but it just was just north of us. We just... But it's because I, I moved the clouds. I, um, I believe it. it. Well, you know, I, I used to uh, work with an Indian medicine man, and he said, you can't change the weather, but you can move the clouds. And I saw him do that. And so I sat there and I moved the clouds because okay. I, I looked at all this stuff because I live right on the sea. That is the sea behind me. It's just getting dark now, but that is the sea right mm. there. And I just and I have a 14 foot truck. I could have put everything on. And I was paralyzed. I couldn't pack anything up. I didn't know what to do. And I just thought, I don't know. I was, I, it was like a deer in lights. Anyway, my question. Um, and I do have someone on listening because we have an investor that, that helps us buy things. You know, I mean, he comes up with the money, but sometimes we want more. And I was in, and, and also some of the things that we buy, we, we partner in, and then we have to list it. 
So our question is, how is the real estate listing part going to work? Do And, and might this be a wonderful thing to uh, go after or, or to call up realtors and say, hey, you probably want to be a part of this? Well, you're asking the question to the right person. So I'm going to answer that very, very easily. So in our real estate program, uh, realtors capture, I'm going to explain how. Realtors capture future market share and our members get a tremendous discount but it isn't just a discount for a one transaction. It, they get a realty advisor for life. Here's how it works. Uh, if there's a realtor in Seattle that is going to send a client to Portland, he'll call the agent in Portland, and the agent happily gives him 20 or 25%. That's the referral fee the realtors give to each other. We're saying, why not take that same referral fee and give it back to the member? So when a member comes in, they have 30 days to either recruit their own realtor or we assign them one. And if they don't, we have a realtor bank. And that realtor bank, it, like let's say it's in Houston. And uh, the next person, let's say we had 10 people, in, members in Houston that didn't recruit a ruler, a re realtor, and they had 30 days, but they didn't. Uh, so we, 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 we call a realtor in Houston and say, hey, here, how would you like to have these uh, 10 clients in your, in your database, put them on your newsletter, and it's only going to grow from there. Because as a Solveris member, you're going to have more and more and more, and you'll be the host by default for a lot of business. So that's how they capture future market share. And here's, we ask the, a realtor to go out and shake hands, give them a CMA, comparative market analysis. Maybe they can get rid of their uh, home mortgage insurance, and they can keep them abreast of things that are going. So, so in other words, uh, it's, uh, it's ongoing services. So it's not just so the realtor. Can I ask a question? So do, does the realtor have to sign up in the network marketing to be part of that system? Absolutely. Okay. And number two, I was thinking that our investor should sign up so that he could take advantage of the 20% discount of the realtor. And the concern that, that was brought up was if it's in a certain area, would they definitely get a realtor that's in that area or Maybe they should just sign up the realtor of, the, of their choice and, and then get the discount. You got it. You, you're actually laying out my, my business plan <laughs> that I wrote for this whole system. So that's very, very sharp. Yeah. Exactly well, you, you, I, I'm, I'm open for consultation. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, uh, when I did the beta test a few years ago, Frank came over to my house and I, we had this large house and on this one wall, I had butcher paper and I was actually drawing out the, the matrix and uh, host by default realtors, mortgage brokers. And we'd have luncheons with hundreds of people all over the country. And, oh, everybody was closing deals. It was so exciting. But I was trying to do all these commissions by hand on this big wall. And I, I didn't have the software in place. So I had this great idea for this company, but it imploded because I wasn't ready. Well, not this time. I have Micah. And I have this great team. And it's a, I didn't have the vision that we're seeing right now. This has expanded way beyond my imagination. So what, what was the very first seed thought about real estate has turned into something that, that I believe is going to be global. I'm not also, sure we're still on the same, I'm not sure we're still on the same uh, meeting thing, but I, I, I can attest to exactly what Mark was saying. Because <laughs> it, it was, it was six or seven years ago. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like yesterday, but it, it was, he was trying to take care of it all. And now Micah is like, got that taken care of which is extremely uh yeah can't do it without it mm -hmm. yeah without that and then steve on the other hand you know and everybody else that he's committed to this team you know has been amazing in in putting that whole i mean what mark has done 
his, he has completed his mission in the sense of his original idea. And, and, and for that, you know, I think most people couldn't do it. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I, I, I wouldn't, you know, it's been years and I think that he's done this through, through many, many tests and trials and, and, and now, you know, it's it's like about to, you know, go yeah. nuts. So he he has to have certain players in place and certain, you know, uh, it's like having assistant coaches, whatever. Yeah, and thank you, Frank. And it's really not about me. It's the believe me, no, I turn the spotlight and spotlight edify everybody here. So, all right. Yeah. Um, I, I I have a second part to that question. Should it is it um, should we have the our investor partner? sign up and then him sign up his realtor absolutely that's the that's the whole idea yes and then and then it would be good to just call around all the realtors in the area yeah actually then, all over the country doesn't really matter yeah. does it no it exactly doesn't. there there is a point there is a point where this like the concept becomes global okay and we're we're kind of teasing with that or, or, or not even teasing with that, we're, we're actually there, you know, that it's going gonna, it's gonna to explode from here. But the point is that you have to kind of relax into your assistant coaches. If I'm going to make a sports analogy for some reason, Mark, but you know, Mark's the head coach and, and, and somehow, you know, he has so many marvelous assistant coaches, you know, for his co original concept, which, which I think, you know, and which which means that actually every every assistant coach could could have their own coaching thing, could have their own head coaching thing. So I, I well, not, my I, second, oh, go ahead. I did, yeah, but no, I have another I, question. Oh yeah, I'll turn right back over to you. And then Bo has something you want to say. Um, I believe, and I was doing it. I believe I could build a huge business just with the real estate solution. Yeah. I was doing it. And when I roll that out here soon, Mike is still working on a few little things on the uh, the the software for it. This is going to go viral in the real estate industry. Okay, um, back back. Well, oh, so my my other question to that is: What if you signed up the realtor and then let them sign up all their investors and, cl and clients, yeah. other clients, not, well, not just yeah, all about. their yeah clients and yeah, and say, look, you oh, sign he, up, he, you're going to get a twenty percent discount with me. That's right. Here's the thing: we, uh, we, I said when we were starting this, Mark and I, way back when, I wanted to get a couple realtors in all the major markets in the United States and Canada. And as we go through the, the world, the world, but now I'm kind of saying, why not get a realtor or two in every zip code? That's yeah, what I'm we, thinking. We will. That'll Too bad good. I'm not still in Oregon. <laughs> well, you know, you know, if you've got some realtor contacts, which I'm real close to there, let's sign them up. Yeah. Let's get them to the meeting. I'll be happy to to yeah. talk to him for you. And, and this you is think? exactly this is exactly the marvelous thing that's happening. Okay. Because yeah. Bo just uh emailed me or whatever he did in the last hour because he said, pay attention to this meeting because it is the explosive meeting of that. And it's not because it's it's you know in in in, in his way a realtor in every state. Now he's talking about Bo, I have to expose you, but now you're talking about 
real it turn every zip code <laughs> it doesn't matter if they're all in the same office i mean they can be everybody right. can yeah. do it it really doesn't matter it's not one of those things that's, that'll get saturated and this no, is why you and i get along. Is the realtors and this is why you and i get along because i have a neighbor like not He froze. Oh, that's that's too bad. Did Frank, he freeze? He, yeah, he froze. I mean, he, he got frozen I, out. I, I, I kid Frank. I kid Frank about talking too much, but he, he is spot on. Frank, right? No, you were frozen. There. Right, right, absolutely right. Okay. Well, okay, Mark, one more. We've got a couple people on here that are new that have never been on here, and I just want to ask who who brought you to the invited you to the meeting. I see Bob Johnson. If you can unmute and tell me who invited you to the meeting. It says, June, uh, June, it says Juneteenth. I'm sure it was Vanessa Taylor. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't know for sure, but if you think yeah. so. Yeah, well, I know and, so. It uh, says Juneteenth underneath there. I'm sure, okay. I'm sure Vanessa invited him. You're the other one's Roberto, Roberto Carlos Vargas. Saying this Roberto, is good. are you there? Check in. It's very good. Hi, everyone. There he is. Hi, Roberto. Hi. Who, inv who invited you to the meeting, partner? Yeah. Um, I'm pretty good. Well, we're glad you're here. We'll find out, Bo. And then there's... Hub okay. Hi, hi B. He's from Jack. I know him. Okay. All right. He's been, well, he's been here John before. I see Bob Johnson now. Hi, Bob. Yeah, I'm Bob, and yes, I've been on before. It's been a while, but uh, I'm a I'm a product of Vanessa, of course. You, you, you're 100 percent correct. Uh, hey, well, I, you know, I, I don't, I didn't, I've never met Vanessa, but I'm I'm sure it's true. <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I'll share this with you guys. I just just as just yesterday, um, <clears throat> there's a gentleman that when when I first started when we first started this. Um, Bobby Hunter was an ex-player um, for the um, Globetrotters, and uh, he was so excited about Silveras. He still is. He's not sponsored 88 people, just like that, with his credibility. In fact, right now he's in Washington, D.C. He's getting the Presidential Award for Community Service, meeting with Kamala Harris, and he's going to meet Joe there also. But anyway, he said to me, he said, Mark, um, it's time for me to re-engage with Silveras. I just met this gentleman, Pastor Asen Phillips. You can uh, Google him. He's amazing. And he has a thousand churches that he's bringing into Silveras that we're going to raise money for. Uh, he just did a, a, a Zoom meeting with 85 people. Lou Gossick was the guest speaker. Every time I talk to Bobby, he drops names, but I'll tell you what, it's real. And so he said that um, not this, a week, a week from tomorrow, not this Friday, a week from tomorrow, we're having a Zoom with this uh, Pastor Phillips and Bobby and a bunch of other people. And what we're going to be doing is bringing a thousand churches into the organization for our fundraising. And my goodness, we're going to make a difference. And then one thing that I've written in my nonprofit launch kit, uh, and that's a unique concept too. We have actually three ways we raise money for nonprofits. I think our biggest way is through CAMI and uh, a, a smaller way is a program that I wrote. But in that program is after two months, we can reach out and just let the uh, congregation or the database, the donor base know that uh, there is an opportunity here with Silvera. So um, this is going to spread like wildfire the first part of this year. Um, I'm not excited about it, you can tell. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm, I don't sleep much. 
<laughs> All right. So uh, I think we should close it. I think it was the greatest meeting. They just get better and better. And um, let's look forward to Saturday. Uh, Saturday, I'm going to go into some details of step-by-step -step to do to lay the foundation to create some legacy income, everybody. So uh, it's going to be great. That was fabulous. I want to thank everybody for their input. Very good, you guys. Everybody have a nice evening. Thank you. Thank you, everybody.